Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Shane Callahan. He's the Director of Applications Engineering at Excelsis. They're out of uh, Cork, and uh, we just want to talk a little bit about power and the whole issue of power management and power supplies because, well, gosh, it's pretty complicated out there now, isn't it, Shane? So welcome to the show. Hi, Alex, and uh, thanks for your time. Yeah, it, it, it is, Alex, and, and the one thing that we found um, over the last number of years is that um, a lot of the companies uh, do not have in-house power experts, but at the same time, they are expected to be knowledgeable in designing a power supply and the requirements of, of a power supply. And yes. we, have, we have a very good solution for those engineers because we have, as, as we describe as Lego building blocks for power solutions. Um, and what's very good about our system is that it is fully field configurable. So if you're designing your system and if you're not quite sure of your power requirements, we can actually help you in building your solution as you, as you go along with your development. We've had many, many customers who will tell us that they may need 12 volts at 20 amps or plus and minus 15 volts at maybe low, low power, uh, maybe at 48 volts with the ability to trim from, say, 47 up to 59 volts if they're driving, for example, piezo crystals. So mm-hmm. you're starting to paint a picture of a very complex-sounding power supply, um, and then they hit you with the uh, then they hit you with the numbers, and, and, and they may not be you know they may not be big numbers. They, they, they may be only several thousand pieces a year. Um, right. so it's very hard for, for those engineers to go and develop it themselves because they don't have the expertise. It's very hard for those engineers to find a company who will do that from, from, from the ground up in terms of a custom design because the non-recurring engineering charges are going to be very high, and it's very difficult for them to find an off-the-shelf solution. But at the same time, they can't design their, their system without the, without the power. Right. So, well, you know what? If I may interject, Shane, one of the things that I'm noticing as well is that there are a there are a lot of legacy applications, um, primarily in the industrial space, but also, interestingly enough, in the consumer space, where logic and motion and power are being applied. Intelligent uh, lazy boys all the way up to retooled factories that are utilizing the latest in motor control technology, logic control technologies, communications technologies, and that all has to be driven. That's correct. That's correct. And and and, and what, what what we also find is that even though technology advances, the basic requirements re- re- remain the same. I mean, people need access to volts and amps. People need access to monitoring those volts and amps. People need need access to the ability to change those volts and amps, possibly on the fly or possibly through a series of of, of switching resistors. And we have built all of that functionality into our design, and we give the user a number of 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 of, of attachment points that they can hook in, you know, resistors or analog signals that allow them to change voltages on voltages on the fly and so on. And we're creating here a very flexible, configurable world in that as you design your system, and let's say, for example, you start your, your, your power requirements where you have, let's say, 12 volts at 20 amps, as I previously spoke about, and suddenly you decide that 12 volts, 20 amps, which is 480 watts, isn't quite enough in your system, then what you can do is you can take a second module, plug it into the, the same chassis, hook, hook the units up in parallel, and continue on with your testing. And let's say, for example, the only delay that you have had is the time it takes from, for, for, for the car to ship from you know, one, one, one of the catalogs to your facility. So you're talking you know, at, at most 48 hours, and you can continue mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. project then. 
And on top of that, the advantage then of, of having such a platform, and, and that's the key word here is platform, is that once you do start to, 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 to delve off in, into different, um, in, into different um, uh, solutions for your own projects, you're using the same platform time and time again. So there's two distinct advantages in that approach. And the first one is that when you take your product for safety testing, the engineer who has previously tested your product is now familiar with the power supply that you were using. It, it's the same power supply. It might be a slightly different configuration, but the fundamentals are still the same. So they have, they have the, the, the knowledge base now that this is a power supply that meets all the safety requirements, and that expedites the amount of time it takes for you to get your, your product through safety testing. And the second one, which is really where, where, where power engineers uh, can excel, is that the ability to contain the electromagnetic radiation coming from the unit and also it's susceptible to its surrounding in, in environments. And that is always a sticking point for people who take it upon themselves to try to design an, uh, you know, maybe um, from a ground-up uh, uh, power supply that they always get caught with electromagnetic I interference. But if you use the mm -hmm. same platform over and over again, you have the same amount of, of susceptibility, you have the same amount of, of noise that's been radiated, and it's much easier for you then to come along, you know, build your filters on board, integrate the power supply relatively seamlessly, and continue on with what your core competency is, is not necessarily power design, be it a digital engineer or be it, a, you know, driving motors, that's where, that's where your core competency is, and you do not have to waste time on figuring out stuff that, that, that can take a lot of years to develop the skill set to, 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 to fix these problems. Exactly. Well, and, and that keeps bringing me back, Shane, to keep thinking of, and not just engineers working outside of their comfort zone, because that's a very, very uh, valid point to make, Shane, uh, but also there's the whole aspect of what I like to call and what other people are calling the maker revolution, where you've got people who have maybe a little bit of mechanical training or a little bit of design training, and they're trying to create something completely new, and they need that power expertise because, I mean, obviously no electronics without electricity, but Power electronics is, is actually one of the few areas left in technology where there's still art. Yes, indeed. And, and the, uh, as I've already said, there, there are a lot of areas in which you can be caught if you do not fully understand the, the, the implications of what you were doing. One of the key things there for all users out there is the reliability, the reliability of the power supply to operate you know, day after day, week after week, year after year. And the key to that is understanding the heat that's generated internally in the power supply dealing with that heat effectively and taking that heat away from key components. And that is often where, where, where you look at a power supply and, you know, if you try to do a side-by-side -side comparison and in one unit you're paying a dollar per, per watt and in the second unit you're possibly paying 50 cents per watt, I mean, often what you'll find is that the, the cheaper power supply is not designed for, for, for reliability. And, and that is where a, a lot of people will fall down in that they can find they, they can find a solution on the web or they can find a solution in the catalog, but it may not be the, the, the right solution for them if they're designing a system, particularly with long lifetimes, uh, high reliability, and for key mission um, 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 designs for the end customer. You know, take the medical world, take the industrial world, even take the mill cost, the military commercial off the shelf, you know, these components need to be reliable. These components need to function. And when they're turned on, they need to work every time. Exactly, exactly. Now, can you tell me some of the other um, system advantages? What kind of communication protocols you offer or some other ways that uh, you could provide value add? 
Yes, w- 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 one of the items that we have been looking at over the last number of years um, is the ability to communicate with a power supply. Um, it's already been used extensively on non-isolated DC-DC point of loads. Um, and over the years, we have gone out to a lot of our customers and, and we have offered them, th- offered them this capability. Um, this, it, it, this is the first year that we've actually bought a, a product to the market. Um, and we have an I2C communication bus in which you can communicate with the power supply. It allows you to read the voltage, the current, and the temperature of the, of, of the device. So it's a monitoring function. Um, the, the protocol that we are supporting is the PM bus protocol. This is mm-hmm. an open architecture. Um, it's freely available. And the beauty of, of, of this particular architecture is, is that if, if you are the system host and you are writing your software to communicate with a power supply, and if it is PM bus compliant, and let's say for argument's sake you're, 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 you're looking at two or three or maybe even, maybe even four different vendors at the start of your project, you do not have to rewrite your code at all. Um, you know, it, it's seamless. It's seamless integration. Um, if the parts, if the part is PM bus compliant, um, and, and it goes head to head with a competitor's part, for you, the system host, uh, you do not have to write, re- rewrite uh, any code at all in order to get that communication up and running with it, within the boards. And that's the reason why we have supported that. Um, it's a very good forum. It's an open architecture. It's free of charge. It's, it's you know, it's got lots and lots of advantages for the for the for the end customer. Um, and as I said, this is the first year that we've released a product. Uh, it's a kilowatt, it's a kilowatt um, um, AC-DC uh, converter, you know, 12, 24, and 48 volts on, uh, on the output. There you go. Well, and obviously, modular helps you really address flexibility, and flexibility is key today. It is, and even in terms of um, where we've seen a lot of our successes is that when we get into a new company, when we get into the lab, and when the first engineer starts to play with it, uh, I mean, it's like every it's, it's it's like every industry. You know, people use chosen and proven technologies. Um, time after time after time, we don't necessarily have to go reinventing the wheel. Although for each generation of product, let's say for in terms of um, let's say for medical lasers, you may have a system that's 200 watts in, in terms of power. You may have a system mm-hmm. that's 400 watts in power, and you may have a system that's a kilowatt in power. You know, in, in the past, you would have had to have been dealing with three different power supplies, as in 400 watts, 600 watts, and a kilowatt. And who knows then, within, that, within each of those subsections, you may have company A who excels at the 400 watt, company B who is excelling at the, at the 600 to 800 watt range, and company C that excels at the kilowatt range. So now you've got yourself the same platform that you're trying to drive, but you're dealing with three different companies, three different vendors. You know, your, 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 your supply chain management is, is, is increasing significantly. But with the modular approach, what you can do is you can take one platform and you can add modules as required. So it, it makes life easier for the engineering team. It makes life easier for the safety test house team. It makes life easy for your procurement team, you know, your warehouse. Everything is streamlined. Your whole entire operation is streamlined. And on top of that, uh, with, with the modular approach, if you, if you find yourself needing, you know, for peaks, uh, I mean, everyone likes to work to a, to, to a forecast, but there are times when that forecast peaks due, due to whatever reasons. And there's also troughs in that, in, 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 in that forecast. During the peaks, what you can do is you can quickly get parts 
uh, off the shelf to, 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 to distribution channels. And in, in troughs, let's say, for example, if you have you know, your 600-watt product not behaving, or, sorry, not selling as, as well as, as it might, you can, you can reconfigure the, the product and move it to a kilowatt product very, very easily. So you know, lots of headaches are, are solved there, not just engineering ones, a lot of procurement, um, you know, lead time, all of those uh, are all reduced significantly. Well, I, I agree with you completely there, Shane. I mean, and, and well, that's important. You have to have – a system's only as good as its tools and parts, and you have to have good subsystems in order to make sure that the functionality, which is your specialty, as you were pointing mm-hmm. out, this allows the engineer to do their core competence, design that sensor, design that logic stage, design that uh, actuator, and leave the power ring up to you. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it- it also reduces the risk factor, let's say, Alex, because, you know, often taking on board new companies on board your approved vendors list is a big step for any engineer, uh, and, and they, will find, they will find pushback from, particularly in the bigger companies, they will find pushback from the strategic procurement groups and so on. Um, but it's, it's a very low risk because what you can do is that you can buy yourself, you know, in, in, in single-digit numbers, you, you can buy um, one or two or three power supply units buy a, a number of different variations of, 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 of the cards that slot in. So you've now got yourself a full lab kit that's fully flexible that will be used in the lab. I mean, we've, we've, we've had many situations where customers have rang us. They haven't been using our power supply in the past, but they've stripped down a piece of ATE equipment, and they realize that at the end of it there's a box, and they need you know, plus or minus 12 volts. They might need 24 volts. They might need to be able to trim that voltage on the fly. They might need mm-hmm. to be able to sequence the outputs and, and you know, come up in a certain fashion. Um, and they've been able to use our, uh, you know, our online configurator um, to give them a solution to buy in the part, and then once it, as I say, once it gets into the lab, then if, if they start to use it as a platform, and that really is the key here, is that you have a platform um, that's, that's solid in terms of its foundation, that's very flexible in terms of its use, that's very easy to integrate into your system, and it's almost, in, 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 terms, of, in terms of being able to use it, is very intuitive, um, because you can supply either an analog voltage, or you can supply a, a, a resistor, or we give you the option of, of, of turning a trim pot to set the voltage. And these, these are all very natural attributes to any engineer uh, in, in, in a lab environment, and it's very easy to get up and running very quickly, which means that you know, it reduces all of your design cycle times and so on. So there's lots and lots of positives out there to, to, to take this approach. Very nice. Well, you know, again, it just comes back to you have to have the right products and the ability to be able to change like that on the fly is really empowering to the engineer. But um, I'd love to keep talking about it, but unfortunately, this is a podcast and we are on a time uh, limit. But what I always like to do is have my guests have the last word. So uh, it could either be a little bit more about the product or about the company or your vision on the marketplace or just a tip to the audience. But the last word is yours. Sure. Um, if I was to give a tip to any, a, a, any engineer out there who was thinking of using a power company is get to know the engineering team that you're dealing with. Um, we've found this time and time again. Our expertise is power. Our expertise is not in designing medical systems. It's not designing digital systems, but we are the experts in power. And we have helped so many customers over the year, years who have thought that they needed to go down one route in terms of power and, and what power is and, and, and the limitations of it. But with our design, it really opens up the, 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 
the, the, the, what you can do with a power supply to actually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, 1.8 million different combinations <laughs> with our design alone. Um, it, so that, that, that would be a strong piece of advice that I would give to get to know your engineering team. Don't just buy the power supply, buy their, buy their expertise in the shape of a power supply. Um, and that's where we have continued to grow our business, and that's the ethos by, by which we get up every day and get out there and talk to our customers. Very nice, Shane. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today because, well, obviously power is critical because no electronics without electricity, so it's really important to have a good power solution out there that the engineers can go to and know they're getting a consistent result. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, uh, and I appreciate the time, Alex. Oh, glad to have you here, and we'll drag you back sometime downstream and talk some more about power. How's that? That's great. Sounds great, Alex. Thanks a million. Great. Thanks, Shane. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We obviously wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Power. Have a great day.